JM in the AM on a Monday. Well, uh, there are certain things that we've greatly anticipated getting back to and having back in our lives uh, at this, what we are now referring to, uh, tail end of COVID. And believe you me, I really hope it is the very end of the uh, of the um, terrible effects of the pandemic. Uh, what I mean by all this is that um, when I got the invitation, and a big, big thank you to our darling friends, uh, Phyllis and Mel's actor, when I got the invitation for the Ohel Gala for Sunday, November the 21st, I said, wow, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, back in a, uh, in a regular uh, venue, the New York Marriott Marquis, uh, back where the emphasis is on being there as opposed to being a virtual and back on the emphasis of supporting a cause that has been so vital for so many years, but really, really has proven over the last year and a half just how vital it is. And of course, I'm referring to the amazing people at OHEL. The uh, the event is called Forward in Strength. It is OHEL's 52nd annual gala. And we are uh, encouraging everybody out there to go to the website at olfamily.org and be as generous as possible. Register for the dinner. If you haven't been there in a while to the OHEL dinner, now's a good opportunity as things open up to come and be part of it. As I always said in the old days, meaning meaning pre-COVID, if you're going to go to one or two dinners a year, this has to be one of them because um, uh, it, it is so inspiring. It's always an evening of such tremendous inspiration and learning so much about what people in our community are going through and how OHEL is helping them. Uh, register, get your ads in, make a donation. There's a journal, of course. It's all online. It's self-explanatory, ohelfamily.org, ohelfamily.org. Honorees this year include Mark and Shavy Schlossberg, who are the guests of honor, the Liberty One Group, who are being recognized as the corporate honoree. There will be a memorial tribute appropriately uh, for the amazing Miriam Weiss of Blessed Memory, a tribute and celebration. And uh, in in regard to the people we're going to be speaking with today, Usher and Sipora Pollock are receiving the Mrs. Rose Pollock Aleha Shalom Young Leadership Award. And we have Usher with us live via telephone, and we have um, Brother uh, Shmuel uh, with us live via telephone as well to help us uh, navigate through an amazing family story with Ohel. Usher, Shmuel, a pleasure to welcome you both to JM in the AM. Morning. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, Shmuel. Uh, I mean, I, I hope Usher doesn't mind. I'll, I'll randomly start with you. Can you tell us how uh, your family and Mrs. Rose Pollock, specifically of blessed memory, got involved in OHEL? Absolutely. Uh, the story really begins in 1960 when my dear uncle, Mishi Pollock, was born. Uh, I would say in the 60s into the early 70s, there really weren't many avenues uh, for parents with children with disabilities, and it was a parent from an early age that my uncle suffered from numerous disabilities. And I think that road that my grandparents really traveled, that my, my grandmother really pushed forward, brought them to OHEL at a time that was critical because OHEL was sort of building up into this organization that was going to offer services for um, families with children with disabilities. Right. And it was sort of a natural partnership between both sides, where my grandmother really didn't take no for an answer and pushed forward on a number of levels and really brought, with OHEL's help, you know, I think mental illness into awareness and to a point where people started to realize that, that people with disabilities need services, they weren't available, and I think that partnership really um, has blossomed into what we see today. Um, the, and we, we have to point out, and for the younger people listening, they may not understand this because of the era that, thank God, we're in now in this regard, but in those days, as we say in quotation marks, uh, everything you just described was not the norm. Everything you just described took revolutionary activity in order to implement. Would you agree with that? 
Uh, I think we're probably understating it. <laughs> I think they're, they're, the stigma was probably unbelievable, and I think you know a lot of children just were either given up for adoption or or were sort of brushed aside in a sense. There just there weren't any services for children like this. There weren't any schools or or programs or even an awareness at a basic level that that they need special help and they need requirements that we just couldn't offer them at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think it really took a select group of people and, you know, OHO really pushed forward on that front to bring it to the center. And so yeah. to the world we live in today feels natural to us, but to your point, I mean, it certainly wasn't, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, no question about that. And I remind everybody, OHOFamily.org is information about the gala. Shmuel Pollock is with us. Usher Pollock is with us. Usher and his wife, Sipara, are getting the official uh, Rose Pollock Young Leadership Award on the 21st of November and Usher and of course Shmuel, both of you feel free to come in at any time to the conversation. I mean, for for, for people like yourselves, family members who have seen up close and personal for years and years and years what the residences mean and what the programs mean for someone like your uncle, I can only imagine how you've seen the uh, the supervisors and those who take care of uh, 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 those who take care of people like your uncle what they've done over the last year and a half and how they've just went. I have to assume have gone beyond the call of duty. Uh, to make sure everyone's taken care of. I completely agree. Um, I, I sit in a unique seat with a family member, obviously, that's directly positively impacted. I also sit on the board, which was a promise that I made to my grandmother. And I, I think that you get to see in times of crisis, and I would obviously concur that the last couple of years have been that, you watch people step up on, on all levels, right, from the very top all the way down to, to the critical um, social workers and, and helpers that really, on a day-to-day basis, live this. And, you know, when you're dealing with people with mental illness and mental disabilities and, and issues like that, lots of times there are physical issues that come that manifest with that. And a lot of those people are immunocompromised and can potentially really have some ill effects from COVID. And so you watched in real time as everything came together from an organizational perspective to make sure that everything was put in place. Those guardrails were there to make sure that, that everybody's life was, was directly positively impacted and to make sure that... We all came out of this as best we could relatively unscathed, and it was remarkable to watch. And I, I think, again, when you, when you sit inside and you get to see the amount of work and effort that goes into it, you gain a new sense of appreciation. What is, the, uh, what is that encounter like when the grandmother says to the grandson, you have to make a commitment to be part of the formal organization going forward? That was definitely, I remember the conversation well. Uh, when David Mendel called me and asked me to, to join the board, my first call was uh, to my wife. My second call was to my grandmother. And it was an emotional conversation. I mean, my grandparents were very open from when I was very young about what OHO meant to them. And they were very much aware of the fact that if not for OHO, it's, it's scary to think where my, you know, where my uncle would be today. And I, I, I can guess. And, and it would not be, you know, a pretty picture. So... There's a tremendous amount of Akarasatov in the family that's embedded, and it really is um, its pushed through the line, so to speak. My children are aware of this. You know, my teenage children certainly know everything about OHO and, and what, it, what it brings. And um, it was a very emotional conversation when you're speaking to Holocaust survivors who then come over you know, after the war to rebuild their lives and then have to go through an ordeal like this, but always put such a positive spin on something and will not take no for an answer and really push forward um, it's not only not saying no, I think it's, it's, it's just this promise that a person can make. And how often can we do that in life where we can yeah. really try to make a difference on so many levels to people we love like and that? For, and, and for such a good, I'm sorry, for such a good purpose, you know, which makes it, you know, uh, enhances the whole experience even more. I agree. 
Um, yeah, imagine. I mean, the, the challenge, I think, is too light of a word, so I have to think of a better one, but the challenge of being a survivor and then coming to this country and uh, having those types of challenges when you start a family, it's pretty unbelievable, frankly. Uh, Usher, what's it like for you and your wife to be the first recipients of the Young Leadership Award, which will carry the name of Rose Pollock? Uh, when when David came to our house and, and asked us about this, I think it was a very emotional moment for us, you know, definitely definitely something that is not taken for granted. And I think it's a really big plus for my grandmother and something I'm really proud of. How did we decide on the honoree? Was this a flip of a coin or it could have been any of the siblings or how did this work? <laughs> well, I think that my brother has taken enough of the limelight already. So we tried to steer away from him as much as possible. Um, you know, I've worked, I've worked with OL in the past uh, many, many years ago. They had run, I believe it was a pilot program in Camp Manavu, where I was a part of a base Ezra within wow. Camp Manavu. So um, myself and a couple of our friends, we had worked with a couple of base Ezra children within Manavu. So that was something that really maybe, I believe, would have been the stepping stone for what Camp Kaylee is today. So, you know, it's something that I've definitely been involved with for, oh. for a long time. And, you know, and uh, I'm a member of a young community out in North Woodmere. Maybe the, the thinking was, let's get a couple of the other younger people involved who might not have as much familiarity with OHEL as you know, the older generation might. Oh, trust me, I was just joking around, but I hope you work this whole sibling rivalry angle into your speech on the uh, or into the video <laughs> on the 21st of November. Uh, it could only be uh, fun and good. Uh, both Shmuel and uh, Usher Pollock is with us live via telephone. Usher and Zipporah Pollock received the Young Leadership Award name for Mrs. Rose Pollock of Blessed Memory at the OHEL dinner. Uh, you know what I always say, I've been saying this for over 30 years, if you're going to go to one or very few dinners each year, this has to be one of them, and it's amazing that it's back in a venue like the New York Marriott Marquis. We'll actually get our honoree and uh, Usher and Schmuel's comment about that in a minute, because I'm sure they've been to many OHEL galas, and they'll tell you just how different a dinner this is. I have to state, uh, and, and you know, so many times um, OHEL means one thing to everybody. It happened to us years ago, and all we thought was foster care. That's all we thought of. And over the years, obviously, we learned of the list and list of, uh, of things that OHEL does for the community. And now, as I've been saying, toward the end of 2021, we have to look back and see what's been happening. So here are some of the OHEL stats that were sent to me. Uh, they're serving more than 23,000 individuals through their programs, which is unbelievable. And those of you who, again, are either in need of or want to explore more about these programs or support the programs, it's ohelfamily.org ohelfamily.org. That's how you connect with OHEL, and it's uh, well worth it. They are a proven commodity. They are a proven commodity. If you call them, uh, you know you're going to get professionals to know what they're doing. Uh, they're dealing with 515 adults with disabilities who live in OHEL residences, 55,000 mental health counseling sessions just in the year 2020, uh, 1,500 people with disabilities learning life skills in OHEL programs, 6,700 isolated seniors were visited in 2020, 750 families receive respite services. Three domestic violence shelters uh, are active. 15,000 children have been helped through their COVID anxiety using the COVID-19 Resilience Workbook. 50 schools receive supportive mental health services. 10,000 received help through the TheraZoom webinars. Uh, they started days after, after the pandemic started. And by the way, uh, we should also mention that there are so many of these services at uh, schools, camps, etc., cetera, uh, that get emergency OHEL service, if God forbid there is some type of tragic episode, etc., uh, that occurs. Uh, Shmuel, uh, give me your general comment about what I said. Uh, you know, everyone on this call and certainly everyone listening knows what it's like, uh, the dinner scene out there, and sometimes it can get complicated, lots of commitments 
in the Jewish community. But what makes this Ohel dinner different? I think there's a couple of things, but the biggest one for me, and I've obviously been going for a long time, is one, it's really, to me, based on we're trying to connect with people, and we're trying to do it over the years in a more audiovisual experience. So I think you're going to see um, videos, presentations, less on the speaking front, and other than, you know, a delicious buffet to begin, um, I think most of it is really meant to make you think, to make us all think about how, how thankful we have to be for everything that we have in terms of our lives and what these people really need. And, like, to your point, I mean, it's not just base Ezra, right? It's domestic violence, crisis sure. response, foster care, Kaylee, right? So we touch so many different people in so many different ways. I always walk out of the dinner every, every you know, every year feeling... Um, that I'm very lucky that I'm part of an organization like this and that we really can touch people in all these different avenues. And so it, it's such a broad organization. And you, you touched on something earlier. You know, all kidding aside, I think part of the reason why, why we really pushed for Asher to do this um, is because there's, there's a little bit of a gap, and this is consistent with a lot of organizations where the older generations typically are well aware. Right. And then you have to do a lot of that groundwork um, with, you know, 20, 30-year-olds to really explain to them Right, what organizations like Ohel bring to the table. And so a lot of this is really to push forward to, to that next generation to, to make them responsible right, for some of what we're seeing in the community and to give them empowerment to, to really take that, you know, that next step. Asher, have you felt that already, that people you know, in, the, in your age group and those who are uh, you know, curious about the fact that you and your wife are being honored are paying more attention to Ohel at this point? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really given a lot of group of my friends and, and people outside of that in my shul and the neighborhood a, a better idea of what OHEL does. You know, we, we've described to them the importance, how it related to my family, how it relates to the, to the general population. And, and it, like Shmuel said, it's not just about OHEL or based Ezra. There's, there's so much more that they do in terms of the foster care or the social services or, you know, what's come up so, you know, so significantly in, in recent, I guess in recent time is, uh, crisis care. You know, that's something that's obviously very important and very relevant to today's society. Yeah, it seems whenever any type of crisis happens in any type of smaller venue, school, camp, etc., or larger in the Jewish world, Ohel's always there to respond and always there to bring their professional expertise. There are a lot of reasons, and when, and when David's on, obviously, David Mandel, the great CEO of Ohel, I will have an opportunity to speak more about um, uh, the incredible list of services, but we could spend hours on it, frankly. Everybody out there, you really have uh, one thing to do this morning. Um, a lot of great causes are featured on this show, and I'm proud of that. Uh, but this is one where uh, <laughs> we go so way back. We go way, way, way back to the early days of this show. And remember, we're here 38 years the early days of this show when emergency foster care was the very first thing ever brought to the attention of this audience, and boy, did they respond. And over the years, you've responded really nicely to everything that OHEL does, both uh, in terms of donations and in terms of the great pride that everyone takes in OHEL being there for everybody on a regular basis. So all we ask today is go to ohelfamily.org, ohelfamily.org. You, uh, uh, you heard the list of honorees. It includes Mark and Shavy Schlossberg, who are being recognized as guests of honor. The Liberty One Group are the corporate honorees for the event. Uh, Miriam Weiss, who uh, committed such an amazing and incredible lifetime of work to OHEL uh, and public service, and she is missed uh, tremendously. There'll be a tribute and celebration of her life um, uh, that evening on the 21st of November. And, of course, Usher and Sipora Pollock, a uh, Young Leadership Award named for their grandmother, Mrs. Rose Pollock, will be awarded that night, and you are all encouraged to be part of this. 
It is wonderful that this is happening at the New York Marriott Marquis. It is wonderful that we actually could be there live and in person. And I hope everyone takes advantage. Register for the dinner. Get your ads in. Get your donations in if you can't make it just by going to ohelfamily.org. Again, ohelfamily.org. Let's get final statements from both um, uh, Shmuel and Usher. Shmuel, is there anything else you'd like to add about the uh, big event on the 21st? No, I think just read, right? If, if Even if you, you're not directly impacted, go to ohelfamily.org and really spend two minutes just going through all the different services. Familiarize yourself because you don't know if you can help somebody who may be going through an issue and then you can refer them and you can help that person. So educate yourself. You must sit at board meetings. I would say this to any board member. I'm not singling you out. You must sit at board meetings sometimes and say, how on earth can they can they go ahead and expand and do this and that and add this to the to the repertoire of what they you know what they need to do and what they feel is necessary for the community? I mean, every I would assume every one of those board meetings, in addition to you know addressing problems and things that need to be taken care of, always has some type of new element to it. Yes, and and that's the amazing part, right? To watch people so selflessly give their time and energy like this, right? And most of those people really it becomes your life. It really does. It becomes so important to you. And and the more you see and the more it opens, you know, your eyes to, to what's out there, the more you want to help. Yeah. So it, it, it only enforces it. It's great. Uh, sure. A final statement regarding the big event. Um, I think that it's going to be a great event. We're like you said, we're really excited to have it back in person in Manhattan. <laughs> That's for and, sure. and as uh, David Mendel told me when he came to my house, it's a really quick dinner with a very regimented program. So not only will you enjoy, but you'll be back home in time to uh, get into bed early. Yeah, they've they've proven that over the years, and they stick to that. I thank both of you very much. Wish you a mazel tov on the beautiful award and uh, and on the event actually happening as a full scale, uh, wonderful uh, annual dinner. And I thank both of you for joining us this morning. Thanks so much Thank for having us. Really appreciate it. Uh, Ohel's 52nd annual gala, everybody. It's called Forward in Strength. That's a good theme, and it sums up what they're doing. Sunday, November to 21, Sunday, November to 21st, New York Marriott Marquis, 1535 Broadway, buffet at 5, program at 630. Uh, as much as I say about opening up, obviously they're going to comply with all regulations that are in place, but everyone's going to have a chance to get together, uh, Baruch Hashem. And come pay tribute to Mark and Shavi Schlossberg, the Liberty One Group, the memory of Miriam Weiss, to Usher and Zipporah Pollock, and uh, to Ohel in general. And I, of course, as I do every single year, my wife and I want to thank uh, Phyllis and Mel Zachter. It's always an honor, to say the least, to be guests of theirs. I don't know how many years already, but I think over 30 <laughs> at the dinner, and I thank them so much. Uh, Mel was one of the first people when we did that foster care interview 35 years ago, whatever exactly number of years it was. He was one of the people that walked into the studio uh, asking for help with that emergency, and we've had an amazing relationship ever since. Um, information, uh, go to uh, ohelfamily.org again, go to ohelfamily.org and uh, info about the dinner is available there. More. Oh, and you could also dial. I was wondering if there's actually a phone number still, and there is, you could actually dial 718-972-9338. Again, that's 718-972-9338. And you're listening to JM in the AM.